Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Please be seated. History records that many have attempted to conquer the world. Sargon the Great, Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, Napoleon, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and many others. History records many great kingdoms which have risen and fallen. Ancient Rome, the Ottoman Empire, Alexander's Empire, the great pharaohs of Egypt, Nazi Germany, the Soviet Union, the Byzantine Empire, the Aztec Empire, Napoleon's Empire, and yes, Monica, the British Empire. There have many, been many great founders of religion, and historians say that many of them are among the greatest in history and have impacted the world's history more than any others. Zoroaster, Gautama Buddha, Confucius, Mohammed. But of all those who desired to conquer the world, none did, and they are dead. And Jesus says, I have overcome the world. Of all the so-called great kingdoms of the world, they've all failed. And yet Luke 1.33, the angel Gabriel says to Mary, and indeed through her to all the world, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And of all the great founders of religion, Zoroaster, Buddha, Confucius, Mohammed, all dead. Only Christ is alive. Only Christ is risen. Only Christ has conquered the ultimate enemy that none could conquer, death. None could conquer the world. And yet Jesus of Nazareth, born in a stable in Bethlehem, who died the death of a criminal, has conquered not only the world, but the universe, and has placed all of the created order under his feet. Last night at the great vigil of Easter, we heard how Jesus had descended to Hades, to the place of the dead, where he proclaimed his victory over death and over hell and over the kingdom of darkness, proclaiming, as the angel Gabriel did to Mary, that his kingdom shall know no end, that indeed he is the conqueror where all others had failed. Jesus accomplished it not by the death of others, but by his death on a cross. All others 
who sought to conquer the world exalted themselves. Jesus conquers the world by humbling himself. Jesus is the only conqueror of the world. John 16, verse 33. The hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each one to his own home, and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have said this to you so that in me you you may have peace. In the world you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Jesus is the Pantocrator, the conqueror of the world. Whatever trial or tribulation you face in this world, know that there shall be no end to his kingdom. The king of this world is no longer Satan or Sargon or Genghis or Alexander or Julius or Napoleon, Napoleon or Adolf or Stalin or any of the other false conquerors of the world. The ruler of this world, the conqueror of this world, is the Lord of life the Prince of Peace, the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth. Take courage. I have conquered the world. His kingdom shall know no end. The kingdom that has been prepared for you from the foundation of the world was accomplished on a cross on Calvary. It is accomplished. It is finished. It is done. The kingdom is forever. Not for a time, but forever. In the midst of your temptations, His kingdom shall reign forever. When you fall into sin and are in need of repentance, do not lose hope, for His kingdom is forever. In the midst of suffering, do not fall into despair, for His kingdom is forever. And in the midst of death, have hope and believe in life, for His kingdom is forever forever. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. This is the truth. This is what is called objective truth. You know what drives me crazy? The people who believe in no objective truth drives me nuts. I remember being in, in, in seminary, and I'd say, 
Excuse me, is anyone sitting at the, on, uh, at the table here? Well, you're only perceiving that it's a table. You know, I just want to eat. Well, you're only perceiving that you're hungry. Feels real to me. There is objective truth. I won't argue whether the chair is real or even if food is real, but this I know. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the conqueror of the world. And of his kingdom, there shall be no end. But the question is for us. In one sense, while this truth is objective, we must internalize it. We must literally partake of the truth. We must make it our own. Now, it is still true that Jesus is Lord, whether we believe it or not. It is true that he is the conqueror of the world, whether we believe it or not. It is true that there will be no end to his kingdom, whether we believe it or not. But at some point, we must come to the realization that this objective truth is something that we receive, that the kingdom of God may find its place within us and be alive within us, that the kingdom of God will know no end within us. Last night, Father Andrew was very brave in his Easter sermon to admit that sometimes he doubts his own salvation. For those of you who weren't here, don't worry. By the end of the sermon, he was okay. Well, a few of you know this. I'm going to try to up Andrew by one and admit something. That there was a time when I came under the influence of albeit heretical, a wonderful man and professor who befriended me and some others, and he taught us Buddhism. And I became absolutely fascinated with the teachings of Buddha. And at some point, I had decided that I was now a Buddhist. After all, Richard Gere was. Why not every good-looking man? Although if you're a true Buddhist, you'd have no pride, but that's beside the point. And this professor, who was once a priest, by the way, and had left the priesthood and subsequently Christianity and had embraced the philosophies of Buddha, said to me, why don't you go to India and join a Mayahanin monastery for at least a year? And I told him, oh no, I won't join the Mayahanin one. I will join a Theravadan one because they were the earliest. I wanted to remain with the patristics, the fathers of Buddhism. 
He said, Michael, some things in you will never change. And I said, how long will I need to be in there? And he said, you'll need to at least go for a year without coming out. And I said to him, but what about on the Lord's Day? How will I receive communion? And he said to me, Michael, why would you want to receive communion? And that's when I really realized in that moment that Jesus Christ is Lord and he is risen from the dead and he is truly present with his risen life for me in Holy Communion and that my inner soul longs for the risen Jesus and that I can have no other. What a powerful moment when the objective truth of Jesus Christ reached down into my heart and said, Oh no, son. For I have a kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. You have been marked as my own forever. And I could hear the risen Christ not commanding me, but like a father who didn't want to see his son wander away, saying, please, come home. You don't need to go to India to find the truth, for I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. All the other conquerors of the world have failed. But be of good cheer, Michael. I have overcome the world. All the other great kingdoms have waxed and waned. But my kingdom shall know no end. All the others are dead. But I am alive. And I have the keys of death and Hades. Romans 6.9 is one of my favorite passages in Scripture. It says, We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again Death no longer has dominion over him. None of the others conquered death. Zoroaster, Buddha, Confucius, Mohammed, Sargon, Genghis Khan, Alexander, Julius, Napoleon, all dead. Not only is Jesus risen, but he has risen in victory over death. Death has no dominion over him. Therefore, death has no dominion over you. John eleven twenty five.
Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Shall never die. You shall never die. Though this mortal body shall come to an end, you will not know death. To those who remain, it will seem as you have died, and you're going forth to be your end, but you shall be at peace. Wisdom, chapter 3, verse 3. Because Jesus Christ is alive, then all who have gone forth in faith are alive in Christ and shall never know death. Some of you who are here lost those close to you only just last week. Some of you shed tears for those who were taken from you now years ago unexpectedly, though the word was close to their heart when they went. Some of you mourn the loss of a loved one who died only last night. But death hath no dominion over them. I am resurrection and I am life, saith the Lord. He that believeth in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Does anyone know the next verse? Good thing you're here. What's that? No. He says to Mary... Do you believe this? It was very close. Do you believe this? Do you believe that of all those who have attempted to conquer the world, that they are dead, but that you should take courage, for he has conquered the world? Do you believe this? If you do, say, Alleluia, Christ is risen. Right answer. Do you believe that of all the kingdoms that have waxed and waned, that of his kingdom there will be no end? If you do, say, Alleluia, Christ is risen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Do you believe that although all the other founders of the great religions of the world are dead, that Jesus is alive, that his tomb is empty, and that death hath no dominion over him. If you do, say, Alleluia, Christ is risen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. I am resurrection, and I am life, saith the Lord. He that believeth in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And he that believeth in me shall never die. Do you Believe this. 
Do you believe this for Walt? Do you believe this for John? Do you believe this for David? Do I believe this for my maternal grandmother, who would be 113 today? Do I believe this for my paternal grandfather, who died many years ago on this day? Do I believe this for my father? Do you believe this for your mothers, for your fathers, for your spouses, for your children? Do you believe this for all the unborn whose lives were taken in the womb? Do you believe this for all who have died, that Jesus Christ died for them on the cross and that he is risen from the grave and that he is alive forevermore? If you believe this, say, Alleluia, Christ is risen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.